It's out with the old and in with the new. Goodbye, clouds of gray. Hello, skies of blue. A new season's here of this podcast I do. Welcome back to Thoughts Aloud Season 2. So, my roommate recently got a dog, making me the honorary dunkle, dog uncle. <laughs> I was going to get a dog of my own during quarantine, but I'm glad I didn't because I don't need nor want the responsibility that comes with caring for another living thing. But in honor of this new canine in my life, I thought I would share with you the story of Nala, the first dog in my life and one that will always be in my heart. This story starts across the sea in the motherland. I was in eighth grade and my family decided to go on a trip to Ghana on the west coast of Africa. Fun times, fun times. (laughs) While there, my uncle decided that one of our houses needed a guard dog, a common practice in Ghana, along with high fences, groundskeepers, and so on. So, you know, my family's doing our vacation thing and one day we're surprised to find a brand new pup, B. Puppy. (laughs) Where my uncle got this dog from, I don't know. The dog was a German Shepherd Rottweiler mixed with black and brown fur, who, though a puppy at the time, would eventually grow to be a great big protector of the Kofi estate. My younger sister and I got to work right away in figuring out all of the information on our new dog's breed, deciding what to name her, so on and so on. And we eventually landed on the name Nala. Now, yes... (laughs) Nala from The Lion King, it's a feline, but in the moment, okay, in the moment, we thought it was a cute name and it made sense for some reason. (laughs) Though it wasn't wise for us to grow attached to our new puppy as we would only be in Ghana for another week or so, it was too late. She had won us over with her baby barks, cuddles, and warm demeanor. All of my attention and care was focused on her for the rest of the trip. She even ate what we ate, plantains, rice, and more. (laughs) We love a cultured canine. (laughs) Only the best for Nala, right? Unfortunately, she was not puppy trained, and the proper resources to get her trained was not readily available. So my uncle, wanting to avoid her relieving herself inside, forced her to sleep outside at night, in the dark, with danger lurking around every corner. Hmm. It was never the same after the first night. I would hear her scratching at the door to be let in when the sun went down, pleading with baby barks and whimpers for us to grant her mercy. Nala said through her barks she would try her best to be good and not pee inside, but my uncle would not budge. I wish I could have done more, but in the end, I came up short. The following day, after Nala's first night outside alone, I went to visit her, and it was as if I was meeting a different dog. Her demeanor had completely changed, devoid of life, motionless, refusal to eat, and overall sadness. What had happened to her during that night and many nights to follow, I could only imagine as a puppy, new to the world, having to sleep in the dark with creatures lurking, your familials nowhere to protect you, scared and alone. She never bounced back to her lively, joyful self till the day we left. On our last day, before heading to the airport, I gave her one last look, and she looked back at me, laying there, motionless, not wanting us to leave, it seemed like, but too traumatized or depressed 
to let us know otherwise. So I left with my family, and that was the last time I saw Nala. A week or so after arriving back in the States, life carried on as normal, settling back into my normal eighth grader routine. My uncle called from Ghana to check in, and we eagerly listened for an update on Nala. It was not the update we wanted to hear. After our departure, Nala's depressive state continued, refusing to eat, move, and pretty much do anything. But one day, she decided to move, and she moved herself right under the house gate, sneaking underneath into the crazy, lawless streets of Ghana, some would say. And it was there she would meet her tragic end. Listeners, friends, This next part is a bit graphic, so please listen with caution. Once Nala had passed the house gates, she wandered out onto the streets where cars drove at high and sometimes reckless speeds. She was struck by one of these aforementioned cars in the head, her head now visibly dented, damaged, and bleeding. As cruel and as painful as I'm sure that was, that did not kill her. Somehow, through pain and struggle, she made it back to our house, back under the gate, and once safe within our walls, after a moment, she passed away. It didn't have to be this way. What a tragic and painful death for such a sweet and innocent puppy. The hurt over her passing left a lasting impact on me and would forever cast a shadow on an overall fun trip. Did she leave the house in an effort to search for my family and I, who are now oceans away? I may never know. But I do know she was the cutest, sweetest (laughs) dog a young boy could ever have, even if just for a moment. And I'll always remember the good times as fleeting as they were. You know, life is crazy in a kind of way. Uh, I think to myself now, because at the top of this, I mentioned my roommate's new dog and how I've become a dunkle, right? I had no say in the dog my roommate chose, didn't even know she had finally decided to get one till she was in our apartment with a new puppy. My new puppy, niece, (laughs) is a German shepherd mix with black and brown fur and has the same sweet demeanor, just like Nala. Now, anytime I look at her, I see a little bit of Nala, and it makes me smile. (laughs) This was the story of Nala. All right. I know the last one was a little depressing, so (laughs) let's lighten things up a little bit, I guess you could say. I'm in a reflective storytelling mood, so here's another story from the aforementioned trip to Ghana in eighth grade. And now that I'm thinking about it, this trip was filled with trauma related to animals. Now, this one is a little more lighthearted, like I said, but I don't think the vegetarians slash vegans will appreciate this one. Sorry in advance. This is the story of Godi. So after a long day of gallivanting through the country of Ghana, my family and I returned to our abode. It was nighttime as we pulled into our driveway and we saw something moving in the distance in front of the house. Our car lights landed on this moving object and staring back at us was 
a goat, tied to a post, chilling. My American race siblings and I were like, what the heck is this farm animal doing on our steps? My parents, initially confused, later got confirmation that one of my mom's relatives had stopped by while we were gone and brought the goat as a gift for her and my family in honor of our visit. How nice. Well, my younger sister and I thought, great, we have a new pet in addition to Nala. Rest in peace. The more, the merrier. We were slowly growing a little farm. (laughs) So for the next couple of days, we would visit Godi in his abode. Yep, that was his name. Not that creative, but the two E's at the end made all the difference, in my opinion. (laughs) Talking to him, feeding him, laughing as he (laughs) back to us. You could even hear him sometimes from inside the house calling to us to come pay him a visit. Well, one morning, my sister and I woke up, ready to hear Godi calling out to us. But the call never came. My aunt was cooking up something nice, my sister and I thought to ourselves. It smelled really good, our stomachs rumbling, mouth watering, ready to eat whatever ganyan delicacy my aunt had prepared for us. My parents sat in the living room with our older sisters, carrying on like everything was kosher. My sister and I decided to pay Godi a visit. He must have been sleeping, we thought to ourselves. We arrived at Godi's house, but he was nowhere to be found. We searched the rest of the house perimeter, but still no Godi. We went back inside and asked our parents where Godi was, and they smiled an evil smile, but they didn't respond. Hmm. We were confused and repeated the question, my oldest sister is now apparently in on the joke. My parents answered, he's in the kitchen. Now what the hell was he doing in there, I thought to myself. Why would they bring him inside? They wouldn't even let Nala be inside. (laughs) We raced over to the kitchen and the smell of what was cooking hit my sister and I full blast. I asked my aunt in a calm but worried manner what she was cooking and she fixed her lips to say, goat soup. I couldn't stomach it. My sister was disgusted. She asked us what was wrong, and we said nothing. The blame wasn't with her. She was just being a good hostess. The blame was with my mother, who was given a gift, a pet, and decided it best to treat herself and her carnivorous family to a feast. After cries, frustration, a bit of yelling, and laughter on my parents' part, my sister and I had come to the realization the deed had been done and that Godi, our pet, was murdered while we slept. We never heard his cries for help, his pleas for mercy, and his last this is too much this is too much trauma for a young 8th grade Kofi to endure later on that day the goat soup was ready and my parents and aunt had the audacity the audacity to think my sister and I would take part and eat this meat that was made from the meat of whom we thought was a family friend. 
My sister refused. I refused. We'd rather have starved or eaten leftovers. If we did not take a stand now, have some moral decency, and at least respect Godi in this way, we would never be able to live with ourselves. They all laughed at us and cheerily ate the food in delight. Hmm. Now, okay, I'm a practical person. Always have been, always will be. Anyone that knows me, I think they would consider me practical. So after some time of protest and a grumbling stomach, I thought to myself, how can I truly, truly honor Godi, his life, and his legacy? It would be a disservice to let these people that did not care one lick about him enjoy him solely. So I did what had to be done. I broke ranks from my sister, who looked at me in disgust when I told her of my decision, and I reluctantly and regretfully requested a bowl of goat soup. Oh, oh. I ate and I slurped and I licked my fingers as Goaty did what he had to do and made sure his life would be remembered. <laughs> I had a full stomach and a full heart knowing now that not only would Goaty be in my heart forever, but also my stomach for some time. Thank you, Goaty. Thank you. Gone, but never forgotten. <laughs> the month of May is upon us, along with good weather in some people's opinions. That usually marks the end of school for most students. And I wanted to look back on my college experiences in terms of the academics and why due to my personal experiences and others like it, why I believe college overall is just a damn scam. Now, I won't go into too much detail, but, you know, I just want to give you guys a general gist of why I feel this way. Okay. <laughs> now, this experience is the main reason why I know professors, not all, but some, don't really read assigned papers in detail. I was in a criminology class on deviancy, and we had a paper to write eight pages, the usual. We got the assignment a month or so in advance, and what did Kofi decide to do? Wait until the morning it was due to start the paper. Yep, you heard that right. I had procrastinated so much that I started the paper not the night before it was due, but the morning of. The class was at 9 a.m., and I said to myself the night before, Child, let me just sleep and wake up early and get started on an eight-page paper. Sources and all. And that's exactly what I did. I woke up at 6 a.m. Boom, bam, bada beep, bada bop. I got that paper done. And that was that. Now, was it a load of bullshit? Mostly. I will give myself credit. I do know how to pull some knowledge and work something up when need be. But also, this was senior year. I didn't really need the class, nor really did I care. Also, my original professor for the class was kicked from the class for speaking facts on police and was replaced halfway through. Uh, that might be a story for another time. But anyways, <laughs> yes, yeah, so it was senior year, 
And I, you know, I'd already accepted that the grade would probably be garbage and oh well, right? Well, come to find out, it's the day of our final exam. The papers have been graded and we pick them up as we leave. When I got my paper and it said 98%, I threw my hands up in the middle of the exam and said, that's it. College is a scam. Everyone looked up to look at me. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> but I thought to myself, now there is no way in hell. Miss Professor read my paper and thought it was academically worthy of a 98%. Unless she didn't read it. Oop. Not thoroughly, at least. Oop. But who am I to complain? I did the skedaddle and kept it pushing. Next on the docket, senior year once again. <laughs> I'm um, in this general ed class about the history of monuments or something. I don't know. Informative class, but you know, at this point in my life, I just did not give a damn. <laughs> um, this class had a dreaded discussion attached to it with required readings, quote unquote. Now, I'm a good student most of the time, so I'll do my readings, you know. But when I looked at the assigned readings for this one week, it was like three different readings, all 15 to 20 pages. And I said, no, ma'am. I don't have time. So I came to my discussion class, ready to discuss the class. Not the damn readings. And Miss T.A. decided to call on Kofi. The audacity. I was paying attention, but my hand was not raised. Here she went asking me a question specific to the readings. And I said, I didn't get a chance to do the readings. And she proceeded to say, if you're not going to do the readings, why are you here? You can leave. Ooh, not her kicking me out. In my head, <laughs> I was like, I will gladly leave. I do not care, nor do I give a fuck. In my head, child. <laughs> so I packed up my belongings and rose from my seat. All the underclassmen shook. As I watched on, I smiled and left. I could hear her asking the rest of the class if anyone else didn't do the readings, and someone confessed, and he too got the boot. I accidentally slammed the door on my way out, but oh well, it was an accident. <laughs> I didn't go back to the discussion for the most of the rest of the semester. When we had our grade update, her ass had given me an E for non-attendance. Eventually, I was like, let me pop my head back into this raggedy discussion and get me some measly-ass points. And I did. This time, returning, having skimmed the readings. <laughs> and when I answered some questions, she hit me with the, it's good to see you back. And I gave the fakest smile a boy could give. <laughs> anyway, that grave went right back up to an A. So she was just playing games. All right, last one. So this one was a hoot. <laughs> it was a criminal justice statistics class or something. And it was time for the final exam. We packed into the lecture hall and so on and so on. We're waiting and waiting and waiting for the exam, but nothing. Apparently, the ill-prepared TAs had waited until the morning of the exam to try and print 500 billion copies, and they were having issues. I could only imagine. <laughs> so 
So the professor came in and relayed that to us and apologized for cutting into our exam time, etc., etc. And then he followed that up by saying, Everyone that's here, as in showed up for the exam, gets an A. You guys can go. Everyone was shook and confused. We did not know if he was joking or not. He was not joking. He instructed us to write our name down on a piece of paper to mark our attendance and instructed us to enjoy our summer. And sure enough, when exam grades came out, I had gotten an A, 100% for an exam I never took. Now, this is a good type of college scam, in my opinion. (laughs) Now, sadly... (laughs) Later on, everyone in the major got an email letting us know that the professor who had given us an A had passed away from an illness. So I wonder if that's why he had decided to say fuck it, knowing he would possibly not be here to reap the academic consequences from the powers that be. Regardless, bless him and his last goodwill gesture to my college academic career that semester. Now, I'm sure we all have stories similar to this, if not the same. Does this mean college is a scam, or are we just academic finessers? Or maybe a little bit of both. Regardless, I guess this was my backwards way of saying congrats to those graduating high school or college in the next month or so, and cheers to beating the system in one way or another. You probably forgot about this segment, but it's back Wise Kofi smiling. (laughs) And it just consists of quick things that are making me happy this week or in general. And I thought it was worth sharing with my lovely listeners and friends. Okay, let's get started. Now, I never got my admittance letter to Hogwarts, but that's okay because I found my way to Black Hogwarts with the Black Hotties. Now, that might just be a bunch of words to most of you, but I stumbled upon a community of fellow Blackly Black Harry Potter lovers, and we've just been having a grand old time with trivia, sorting rooms of different TV shows and movie characters, Among Us games, and more. I'm probably spending more time with them than one would consider healthy, but when you vibe, you vibe. This past weekend, I was visiting my family, and my mom asked me what I was doing on my laptop, and I told her I was working on some Harry Potter trivia questions, and she winced at the name of Harry Potter, but kept it pushing. She probably thinks I'm a part of some cult now. Oh, well. Listen to my very first episode of Thoughts Aloud for some insight regarding my mother and Harry Potter. But yeah, so shout out to the BHAH for making my quarantine much more enjoyable. Next on the docket is movie theaters. Now, if you know me, then you know I love me a movie theater. Granted, I don't like the mess, the expensive concessions, and the people surrounding me. But all that aside, I do enjoy watching the latest movie on a big screen with booming sound and an overall immersive experience. It was truly a dark time for me and many others when they were closed because of COVID. So I'm glad they've returned with the proper safety guidelines to allow those of us that need our fix the opportunity. In conjunction with that, AMC A-List. Now, if you know, you know. It's like Netflix, but for AMC. You pay once a month and you get to see as many movies as you want in any format, IMAX, Dolby, and so on. And that could save you a pretty penny because, you know, IMAX tickets can go anywhere from like $20 to $30, depending on where you live. So 
Yes. Great option if you are a frequent moviegoer. Now, they're not sponsoring me, so let's move on. <laughs> Lastly, I recently decided to shave my head completely bald, down to the scalp. <laughs> the most handsome bald man list came out, and when I didn't see my name, I knew something wasn't right. But in all seriousness, <laughs> I was a little hesitant at first, but once it was done, I realized I had nothing to worry about. Besides, now that I've been with it for a little bit, it seems to me most people don't see a difference between my bald head and my usual low fade haircut that was my staple. So shout out to my head for not being oddly shaped and my full and flourishing beard. This week's quote comes from the hilarious, the goofiest, the classic television show, The Office. I know everything isn't for everyone, but when people say they don't like The Office, I just know they can't be trusted. (laughs) Anywho, the quote is from the boss man, Michael Scott, and it goes, Do I want to be feared or loved? Easy. Both. I want people to be afraid of how much they love me. Perfect answer, Michael. Perfect answer. Love me, love me, say that you love me. Oh, what an episode. (laughs) Not me complimenting my own episode. (laughs) I'll leave that to you guys to do by writing a review, five stars preferably, of course, and sharing with friends. As always, and ever still true, Thank you so much for listening. And let me know your thoughts on this week's episode. Until next time, enjoy the warm weather. Ugh. And be well. <laughs>